Next on BYU Sports Nation, game night for BYU basketball. But do you care more about the Cougars tonight or who they're chasing down? I have a strong opinion on that one. How big is the gap between BYU and St. Zaga, by the way? Mid-major madness. Will Moppin joins us to answer the question. Plus, senior captain and BYU gymnast Jill Van Mirlo from the nationally ranked Cougars in Studio B and the 2019 football schedule complete. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. What is up? BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play from Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Thursday, January 18th, wherever and however you're dialed in. It's great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with NWSL draft expert Jerem Jordan. Now, what's cool is uh, Taylor Isom was just chosen as the 14th pick in the National Women's Soccer League draft (laughs) to the Utah Royals. First ever draft pick by that franchise. They didn't have a first-round pick. I think they traded it. So, Taylor Isom, uh, congratulations to her. That's very cool. She gets to stay in Utah amidst her friends and family. And hopefully we'll dominate on the soccer pitch. So now BYU will have at least three players in the league this year. Ashley Hatch, Michelle Vasconcelos, mm-hmm. and now we'll Taylor Chicago. Yep. Nadia Gomes having a baby. is expected to be drafted at some point. Yeah. Nadia who? Gomes. There you go. Is that better? I didn't understand. That's the Jaron yeah. Jordan yeah. Uh, well, that's how you say it technicality rules. Well, the, the native pronunciation is Gomes. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know you're not kidding. Portuguese. From Portugal. Hey. Congrats to Taylor. Very cool. Absolutely. Good luck with the Utah Royals. I was hoping that Ashley Hatch, when I heard that she got traded, I was like, oh, is it the Utah Royals? But it's Washington, D.C. Yeah, the Washington Spirit. (laughs) Why did I set you up for that? Why did I do that? I spiked that overpass, man. Bring on the rest of the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU basketball game night. The men open week four of conference play when they host LMU at the Marriott Center. 11 p.m. Eastern in Provo. I've got a two-hour nap calling my name at some point. Watch the game on ESPNU. Listen to it on BYU Radio with Greg Rebell and Mark Durant. Pre-game with Jason Shepard begins at 10 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. Big men Braden Shaw and Ryan Anderson are out for the rest of the season due to injury. Shaw played one game this year before spraining his ankle again in practice. He needs surgery. Andrus hasn't played this season. Rose says both are expected to redshirt. As for Dalton Nixon's update, here's Dave Rose. I don't know if it'll be this week. I, I, I hope it's next week, You know, for, but, and maybe a possibility for a few minutes this week. We'll just see. It's, he's on a, he's on a kind of a protocol, and today was the first day he got up and down, uh, and now we'll see how he feels tomorrow. I don't think better BYU, Dalton. I don't think BYU needs him this week. I think we need him next week at St. Mary's. That'd be nice. BYU women's basketball on the drive for five straight wins. The Cougars play at LMU in Los Angeles. You can listen to that game live on BYU Radio at 3 p.m. Eastern. BYU's game at South Florida in football. Is now in 2019 instead of 22. The Cougars are playing Tampa on October 12th, 2019. The Cougars currently have all 12 games scheduled in 2019. So let's talk about the 2019 BYU football schedule. Uh, it is loaded. It starts Thursday, August 29th, the college football opener at home against Utah. 
Oh. Then at Tennessee, USC at home, Washington at home, at Toledo. The greatest September home schedule ever. BYU hosts Utah, USC, and Washington at home in September of 2019. They make their debut in Neyland Stadium. Rocky Top, in dude. In the SEC against Tennessee. <laughs> and then they have to play against a really good Toledo team. One of the better teams in the MAC, right? At the Glass Bowl. At the Glass Bowl, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's the name of the stadium. They play uh, in South Florida, at South Florida, October 12th. Boise State at home. So Those are first... not easy games. So At South Florida, Boise State at home. Hopefully BYU is 2-4 and four at this point. 3-3 uh, three and three would be great. At Utah State on November 2nd. Liberty, fellow independent, starting in 2018. Uh, this is the 2019 schedule. Idaho State, the FCS game. It's already scheduled at home. You can watch that live on BYU TV in all likelihood. At UMass, uh, that's at Foxborough, back-to-back years, this and next, uh, in uh, Rob Gronkowski's house. And then at San Diego State, BYU returns to Qualcomm Stadium, if that thing is still up. Who knows if San Diego State will have a new, uh, new stadium. And then the Hawaii Bowl is where BYU is slated to go. So, wow. 2019, tremendous home schedule. My goodness. But how do you really feel about that strength of schedule, Jerem? Like it's too hard. I don't know what the point of this is. Like, I I want BYU to have the chance to win, you know, ten plus games, and home ske- scheduling those games at home is fantastic. I don't want to celebrate schedules. I want to celebrate records and wins. That's what I want. So I, I think BYU would be better suited to uh, go to if BYU's in fifth gear with this schedule. Just go to third, third, three and a half gear, something like that. How would you change the 2019 schedule? I'll just make it a little easier in September. Like, tell me the record BYU's going to have hosting Utah at Tennessee, USC at home, Washington at home. You're hoping to get two, right? You're hoping to get two. Beat Utah. Who knows what in the world Tennessee is going to be. Right. But at Tennessee, that's a tough game no matter how bad Tennessee is. Trust me, we celebrate the wins at, on the road against these teams like they won the national championship. Like, it's a big win. It's great to win no matter when you do it. Where USC you and Washington back-to-back weeks at home. It's really followed hard. Followed by a road trip to Toledo. If BYU emerges with three wins. Three and two coming out of the first five, that would be amazing. Three and two, now you're playing for bowl games that uh, you were already scheduled for, like the Hawaii Bowl. But you're still playing for a 10-win season. Sure. And a top 25 ranking, thus some form of national relevance, right? Right, but a 3-2 and two team is not relevant. A BYU team that's 3-2 and two is not really that relevant. Unless they beat Washington 60 to nothing. This is such a divisive subject. I know. Do you love the schedules? Probably. Oh, the schedules? Sure. I don't like what's coming out of but the But the schedules. results have yeah. not been what BYU fans in large part have wanted. We just, I just want to get away from this culture of celebrating a schedule more than the games. <laughs> right? Who cares? Who cares about scheduling a date? Like how'd the date go? I oh, scheduled the date. Congrats! Like, did you feel bad for you? Maybe I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, speaking of actual schedules, it's a game night, and that means it's time to rise and shout. It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. West Coast Conference attention grabber. BYU basketball has won nine straight games against Loyola Marymount. The Cougars are a 15-point favorite tonight on their home floor. ESPN's Basketball Power Index gives the Cougars a 95.3% chance to win. 
The point is, BYU will likely win a 10th straight against LMU and be one game out of second place at the end of the night in WCC play. Wait, what? Indeed, Jerem, the battle for second place gets interesting because St. Mary's mm-hmm. and Gonzaga, yeah. both unbeaten in WCC play, face off tonight. One of those teams will leave Spokane with their first WCC loss. In fact, we should know the result of that game by the time BYU and LMU tip off, right? Yes. Two hours before. The Lions and Cougars tip at 11 Eastern, Gales and Zags at 9 Eastern. That takes us to our Twitter question. Which game are you more interested in tonight? LMU at BYU or St. Mary's at Gonzaga? Why? Use the hashtag BYUSN at 10dog. Is this person in Tennessee? Are they liking that 2019 game? LMU versus BYU because I love my Cougars. Really want to see if TJ Hawes is out of his funk for good, too. That's one of the storylines that we have discussed ad nauseum over the past week or so is the play of TJ Haas, and is he trending towards consistent double-digit performances, notably in West Coast Conference play? Let's be honest, though. The bigger game... We have been. The bigger game is St. Mary's at Gonzaga. Come on. But we will still watch LMU-BYU intently to follow those aforementioned storylines like T.J. Haas. Is it a trend if he goes three straight games scoring in double figures? More volume, no. More volume. Yoli Childs has been off the charts, averaged 21.5 points, 12.5 rebounds, 7 assists over his last two games. Is that sustainable? No. No, it's not. They played Santa Clara and Pepperdine. Don't, Don't forget that. They're playing LMU, though. I know, and then they're playing San Diego. Then they're playing St. Mary's. Like, no, it's not sustainable. Is it sustainable against LMU? 21, 12, and 7? No, Yoli ain't doing that the whole year. He'll be off the team no, just tonight. if he does that, man. Just, just tonight. Oh, tonight? Yeah, just I tonight. I don't know. And one picks. We'll see. BYU blowing out teams they should blow out. Did it against Pepperdine. Certainly they did it against Santa Clara. And they're favored by 15, maybe more, by the time the game tips off tonight. 15? That's close to 17. Especially. So, yes, there are things to watch. But the bigger game is St. Mary's at Gonzaga. How What's our you, question? What game are you more you interested answer in? Answer the Twitter question, Jerem. It's not even close. It's not even close. It's St. Mary's Gonzaga. I am bored with the matchup between LMU and BYU. BYU's going to win this big, man. How big? We'll tell you coming up in uh, our N1 picks. Saint, go Zags! Go Zags tonight! Because St. Mary's needs to lose. And then if BYU beats St. Mary's next Thursday... They could be in a tie if BYU beats LMU in San Diego this week for second place. This is what BYU needs. Gonzaga is the best team in the league. We all know it. What if St. Mary's wins in Spokane tonight? Will your opinion on that change? No, because I don't dislike Gonzaga. I dislike St. Mary's. Oh, I know, but I'm saying like the best team in the conference, if St. Mary's wins at Gonzaga, are they then not considered the best team in the conference? At the time? Yeah. Yeah, in the moment, yes. Gonzaga's going to win the regular season. Gonzaga's going to win the tournament. This is, there's Gonzaga, there's a gap. There's St. Mary's, there's a bigger gap. And then there's BYU, and then there's a gap. And there's San Diego, and then there's a gap, and there's everybody else. And they stink. That's the, the West Coast Conference. But how much of a gap exists between the top two teams that will square off tonight? Our stat of the day may just raise your eyebrows. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 
My Gonzaga Bulldogs have beaten St. Mary's by an average of 15 points in the last four games. What is it, 12-14? Gonzaga's won against They've St. Mary's? They've won 12 of the last 14. Sorry, I don't know if anyone remembers this, but this is Gonzaga's league. St. Mary's rents some property in it. BYU just became a tenant, you know, seven years ago. Um, Mark Few is the landlord um, of this conference. He's the West Coast Conference acting commissioner, if you will. He's the commish, but they have someone else do the paperwork and meetings during the week. Gonzaga, this is the most interesting game. I'm more interested in this game by far because this has a lot to do with BYU. St. Mary's needs to lose, so BYU's got a shot here at second. BYU could status quo their way into third place. We've seen this. We've seen this. St. Mary's needs to lose tonight. I don't know that they will. I don't know either. I'm saying they need to. Granted, Gonzaga is a seven-point favorite at home, and as Jerem just pointed out, they've won each of the last four games by an average of 15 points in this showdown. Yes, it's the Zags League. You think they took the second-place projected finish personally? Holy cow, right? Yeah, I think the Zags are a little bit bothered by that, but this uh, is yeah. the, this is St. Mary's chance to prove, hey, we, we're the best team in the league. If you win in Spokane, no doubt about it. They have won 13 straight at that point, and you just beat Gonzaga yeah. in Spokane, and you already won in Pro Bowl at BYU. It's a big game. Like I could see St. Mary's winning this game, but I just think Gonzaga is the best team overall when all is said and done, and right now. In the league. I'm care- I care more about the game just like you because, for me, it just tells me who BYU is going to be chasing down in- for that second spot. Yes. And Gonzaga doesn't lose as many games. Just- BYU needs to finish in second somehow. Somehow. Please. Coming up, it's a game day. We have in one picks. And next, just how big of a gap is there between Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and BYU? We told you what we think. How about mid-major madness Will Maupin? He joins us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. If you'd like to join our conversation on Twitter, very simple. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation, and when you tweet, use the hashtag BYUSN. It's a late one tonight. Men's hoops against LMU, 11 Eastern time on ESPNU. Pre-game on BYU Radio with our homie Jason Shepard starts at 10 Eastern time. Our Twitter question today, which game are you more interested in tonight, LMU at BYU or St. Mary's at Gonzaga? Why? Yes, we know this is BYU Sports Nation. Many of you feel strongly about BYU and LMU, (laughs) as do we, for points that we made in our opening segment. But the bigger game is... St. Mary's at Gonzaga at James Lawler DC tweets in. I want to say BYU, but if I'm being completely honest, you always should. I forgot they were even playing LMU, <laughs> so I guess I'll have to say St. Mary's Gonzaga. Yes, yes, Gales the, the, and Zags. St. Zaga battle is epic tonight. Let's Somebody go. alone in first place tonight. Our first guest is a writer for SB Nation's Mid Major Madness and the Inlander in Spokane. He is our favorite Zag fan, if there is such a thing. Will Maupin joins us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Will, great to have you on BYU Sports Nation. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So we want to know how big of a gap exists between BYU and what we like to call in Studio B, St. Zaga, the combo of St. Mary's and Gonzaga. 
Well, I love the St. Zagan name, but I think the answer to this question depends on what gap you're asking about. If you're asking about the gap between St. Zaga and BYU in terms of talent, in terms of ability to execute a game plan and ability to win games, I don't think the gap is very large, especially in league play. These teams are pretty close. They're closer than they've been for a few years because BYU is much better than they were last year. But if you're asking about the gap between them in terms of ability to win the league, I think the gap's almost insurmountable at this point for BYU since the Cougars have done the two things you can't do if you want to win the league, which is drop a game to a team that isn't St. Zaga and then fail to hold on their home court against one of those two teams. Will we call the non-Big Three non-St. Zaga? <laughs> non-St. Zaga. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's easier. So ju- just so, you, yeah, if we bring that up, uh, that, that's the verbal guide there. This is a big matchup tonight. Obviously, St. Mary's a tremendous team. They dropped the two uh, games uh, to Washington State and Georgia, but they've been red hot since, one in Provo. Now they go up to Spokane in, in the big rivalry game. Who do you think comes out on top in this matchup uh, tonight? Well, I, uh, I got in a little bit of trouble yesterday because somebody at the Mid-Major Madness Twitter account tweeted out that St. Mary's is going to win. And I had to write the preview of the game for them, and I would not agree with that. I do not think St. Mary's <laughs> is going to – like you said, they're a really good team. They're rolling right now. They're a great offensive team. They're second in the nation in offensive efficiency behind only Duke. But since the start of conference play, John Zaga has been posting better offensive efficiency numbers They've been scoring 1.28 points per possession to St. Mary's 1.22. And on the whole of the season, St. Mary's does rank as the second most efficient offense, but Gonzaga ranks as the fourth most efficient offense in the nation. So St. Mary's calling card is offense, and Gonzaga has that almost matched. And then St. Mary's defense, they don't have Joe Rahan anymore, defensive player of the year last year in the conference. And even with him, they weren't able to contain Gonzaga's guards. And Gonzaga doesn't have quite the same backcourt but they have some holdovers, and they have brought in some new pieces that are just far more athletic than what St. Mary's has. Follow him on Twitter at Will's WCC blog. Great stuff. All right, Will, uh, who will win tonight between St. Mary's and Gonzaga, and why? I, Gonzaga, I think, will win, and I don't think it will be quite as close as the game between St. Mary's and BYU and Provo. The students are back. They've been gone for a while. The Kennel Club will be rocking. And like I said, the, the matchup on offense is very similar. St. Mary's defense is borderline terrible. If a team like Washington State can get hot against them, anybody can. And Gonzaga's been hot against basically everybody except Villanova, which is arguably the number one team in the country. And then I think where this matchup is really separated is in bench play. St. Mary's has some good players coming off the bench. Cullen Neal, high major transfer. But Gonzaga, what they've been doing lately is bringing around the first TV timeout, Rui Hachimura, the greatest Japanese basketball prospect ever, and Corey Kispert off the bench at pretty much the same time, running the offense through Rui and just obliterating second units. And St. Mary's doesn't have anybody who can hang with Rui Hachimura, period. But there, there's nobody coming off the bench that's going to be able to slow down Gonzaga. When Gonzaga brings its players off the bench, they're almost at the level of their starting five. And it's just that's something that no one in this league can match. 
Our Twitter question today, Will, is which game are you more interested in tonight, LMU at BYU or St. Mary's at Gonzaga? I strongly feel that St. Mary's at Gonzaga is more interesting to me, not just because the, the matchup is better, but because if St. Mary's happens to lose tonight and then BYU can pull off a, a, a road win next Thursday in Moraga, all of a sudden BYU is in the tie for second. Now, now it's interesting. How do you see the league race uh, shaping up with the top three here? Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, St. Mary's Gonzaga is probably going to be the better game, and it's the more important game. The league race, I, I don't think BYU has a chance to even share the regular season title at this point. But like you said, yeah, they would need to get that win in Moraga. I think Gonzaga is going to win tonight. I don't really see them slipping up outside in those non-St. Zaga. I don't know what you'd call St. BYU. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. St. Brigham. St. Brigham, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so I, this game, I think for BYU fans, you would want St. Mary's, even though if St. Mary's loses, BYU has a chance to jump into a tie for second. I think you would want St. Mary's to lose here. I think you want these St. Zaga teams to hold serve at home and then hope that BYU can get an upset and mess with the standings that way. You have to hope that something is going to go wrong outside of these games. But yeah, if BYU can get up into second place, then things are going to be a little bit different and you're going to be looking for a race for second and that easier pass to the final than you are really a race for first. Will Malpin of SB Nation's Mid-Major Madness and the Inlander in Spokane with us on BYU Sports Nation. Will, what would it take for the West Coast Conference to do what seems unfathomable now and become a three-bid league to the NCAA tournament this year? Well, I I think the league should, every year, be a three-bid league. It should be getting three teams into the NCAA tournament. St. Mary's doesn't schedule well enough to make that a reality most years. So for it to happen this year at this point, I think BYU would need to win the automatic bid in Vegas. And I think the Cougars would also need to lose every game between them and St. Zaga to that point. Because if they knock off St. Mary's, they'll probably eliminate the Gales from at-large contention because their resume is just terrible. And if you look around college basketball this year, there are teams with bad resumes Week in and week out, multiple teams from Power 5 leagues knocking off top 5, top 10, top 25 teams. St. Mary's best win right now is BYU. But there are teams with significantly more losses that are able to say, hey, we beat Michigan State or we beat Villanova or we beat Duke. And when it comes to Selection Sunday, you put St. Mary's resume up against those teams with maybe 10, 11 losses. Their wins just don't match up. And I I feel like that's going to exclude possibly the Gales but certainly a lot of very good, very deserving mid-major teams. So I think for the WCC specifically, Gonzaga needs to lose both games to St. Mary's, and then BYU needs to win the automatic berth. So do you think it could be a one-bid league? Gonzaga is the only team that gets in, potentially? Is that at stake? Uh, yeah, I think if, like if BYU were to take down St. Mary's and Moraga, and St. Mary's were to fail to get a win over Gonzaga, and then Gonzaga gets the automatic berth, and things keep happening around the nation as they have been, the Gales' resume will be like it was two years ago when Mm -hmm. both St. Mary's and BYU made the NIT. And St. Mary's, I believe, had 29 wins on 
at the end of the season, they had maybe 25, 26 on Selection Sunday, and they missed out because they just didn't have anything. And there are two losses. They only have two right now, and if they only pick up a couple more, their two losses right now are going to be worse than losses to Gonzaga or BYU. So they're just they're not in a good position. They're fighting an uphill battle. I think they're in now, but I think there's a very real chance that they play their way out. Randy Bennett has proven that he can reload with talent, yet this team seems senior heavy with the big three of Jock Landale and Calvin Hermanson and Emmett Nar. Do you think this is the year St. Mary's needs to make a push, get in the tourney, or it might be a year or two? Could BYU slip into that second spot starting next year? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm not very familiar with what the Gales are bringing in next year. They're right. that You're right. They always do bring in talent. But I thought this was preseason. I agreed with their uh, pick as the number one team. I thought this senior-laden team, great offense, would take a step forward, and this would be the best team ever. They haven't. They're just as good as they were last year, basically. And that was good enough to get them into the second round of the NCAA tournament and play close with Arizona. But, yeah, if they don't, this is the year they need to do it. And if they don't, BYU has a chance to really step up next year, especially with everything the Cougars are going to be bringing back. I didn't expect a breakout year from uh, Yoli Childs like he's been having. And Elijah Bryant hadn't really seen him fully healthy, didn't watch him much at Elon. So I knew he had this in him, but I didn't really know what he had in him because I hadn't seen it. They're all going to be back, pause. Celius, I mean, this, this BYU team on paper should be considerably better than St. Mary's next season because of what BYU has and what St. Mary's will be losing. Will, who is the most underrated team in the West Coast Conference right now? Right now, it's hard to say Pacific because they, uh, they've been sort of taking the lead by storm lately, but nobody saw this coming, really. So I'll, I'll go with I'll go with the Tigers. They're sitting here at four and two, despite having to play Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and BYU in their first four games, which is a, like the most brutal stretch you can have in this conference. I would have projected they would be two and four at this point, but they've gotten an upset win. They took down San Diego, which had been the surprising most underrated team. And the Tigers, you look back at their non-conference schedule, they're still below 500 at nine and 10 on the year. But they have played some people. They played at Stanford, at Wyoming, at Arizona State when Arizona State was undefeated, at Gonzaga already, and then they've also played a Nevada team that's been in and out of the top 25 and UNLV. And I think you're starting to see this team. It has experience. They're taking better care of the ball. They are are an underrated, undervalued team for sure. I'll be surprised if they keep this up, but I'm really surprised that they're even in this position. Will, great stuff, man. We appreciate the time. We know this is a huge day for you in Spokane. I hope they saved you a good seat tonight in the kennel. Tell me you've got a good seat. Oh, yeah, I've got a good seat. It's a little cramped in the media section, and I'm sure it'll be super cramped with the the Gales in town tonight, but it's good. Right on, man. Hey, let's do it again soon. Thanks so much for the time. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Will Maupin of Mid-Major Madness for joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Big thanks to him. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. All right. He thinks Gonzaga wins. Not He didn't say it, it would be a blowout, but he thinks that it won't be as close as the BYU-St. Mary's game. Gonzaga is as good as St. Mary's is defensively. Like you said, 
So adjusted, uh, you know, defensive efficiency is how many points you give up per 100 possessions. Gonzaga seventh in the country. St. Mary's third. But offensively, sorry, I, offensively, defensively, uh, St. Mary's 128th and Gonzaga's 17th in that same metric. How many points you allow per 100 possessions? Uh, Gonzaga's significantly better on paper. Which game are you more interested in tonight? LMU at BYU or St. Mary's at Gonzaga and why? Coming up, the Cougar Gymnasts are ranked 18th. Jill Van Mierlo joins us in studio. BYU may be favored by 15-plus, but will one of us go 17-plus oh. in our and one picks? Oh, one of us always does. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. You know it, on demand, anytime, anywhere, and we offer you a, an official welcome back to Studio B. Fourth-ranked BYU men's volleyball plays tomorrow on BYU TV at 9 Eastern time against the Barton College Bulldogs. Those two uh, met up in the NCAA tournament last year in Columbus, the Conference Carolinas champ, BYU the MPSF regular season co-champs. So here they meet uh, tomorrow at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Every time you say Barton, I think Barton, Barton Bells. Bellas. The Barton Bellas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are they going to sing? Are they going to sing to sing themselves to a win over BYU? <laughs> I will drop that tomorrow. I promise. <laughs> I promise I'll say that. Oh, uh, will they be perfect? I, w- I wish it were a soccer game because then you could say, "Will they be perfect on the pitch?" Y- yes. If Barton, yeah, Barton and soccer, exactly. The Barton Bellas and BYU volleyball. Jerem Jordan on the call, nine Eastern. Seven Mountain, Steve Vale, Lauren Frank, and McLean. Let's refresh today's BYUSN headlines, starting with a game tonight. The BYU men's basketball team open week four of conference play when they host LMU at 11 Eastern, nine Mountain tip, late start. Watch the game on ESPNU. Listen to it on BYU Radio with Greg Rebell and Mark Durant. Pre-game with Jason Shepard on the radio side starts at 10 p.m. Eastern. Big men Braden Shaw and Ryan Andrews are out for the remainder of the season due to injury. As for Dalton Nixon, here's Dave Rose. I don't know if it'll be this week. I, I, I hope it's next week, you know, for but and maybe a possibility for a few minutes this week. We'll just see. It's, he's, on a, he's on a kind of a protocol, and today was the first day he got up and down, uh, and now we'll see how he feels tomorrow. I hope it's next week, too. I would love for Dalton Nixon to be able to play against St. Mary's. You need a hustle guy. You need that guy, especially against a team like the Gales, to win some of those 50-50 basketballs, right? The BYU women's team on the drive for five straight wins in league play. They will take on LMU in Los Angeles. You can listen to that game live on BYU Radio starting at 3 p.m. Eastern. And BYU football's game at South Florida now in 2019 moved up from 2022. The Cougars will play in Tampa. On October 12th, 2019, the Cougars currently have all 12 12 games scheduled in 2019. More on this in a moment. Some more news out of the National Women's Soccer League draft. We told you that Taylor Isom was the first ever draft pick by the Salt Lake Royals. 14th overall, sorry, the Utah Royals. 14th overall. Forward Nadia Gomes goes nine picks later as the 23rd pick overall early in the third round. She will play for the Orlando Pride. Congratulations to Taylor Isom and Nadia Gomes joining Ashley Hatch and Michelle Vasconcelos in the NWSL. Yeah, Gomes just that just happened like two minutes ago. So that's uh, that's some those are some fresh hot headlines, Spencer. Also, this in from uh, Will Moppin a moment ago. Uh, he said at some point during that interview, I walked past this cutie. It's a picture of his cat. And she hooked my shoulder with her claws for a solid five seconds. Margot wanted some time in the spotlight, but I played through the pain. <laughs> Will got clawed by his 
hooked by his cat and still fought through it? I had no idea. That's what, what, he's a gamer. That's what gamers do, man. Wow. That's what gamers do. Wow. Are you ready to try and stay perfect, Jerem? No, I don't have that expectation in this life. Are you ready to try and stay perfect, though? Sure. All right, let's do it and play and one. Picks, predictions, and one on BYU Sports Nation. Okay. Get your whistles ready. Oh, yeah. Am I going first today, or do you want to go first and keep with tradition? It doesn't matter. Let's keep with tradition, man. What's the tradition? You go first. Oh, okay. Uh, we're tied at six points, by the way, so far. We've we've both been perfect. Yes, okay, and here here we go. let's lay out the rules really fast. Oh, yeah. We have two picks. The first pick is worth two. The second pick is worth one, just like a free throw. Yep. Just like the actual game play and, and, in and basketball. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, you go yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. My two-pointer, uh, BYU will win by 17-plus. It's a 16 or 15-point line. The Cougars will cover tonight. That's my two-pointer. Okay. okay. The one-pointer. No, 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 no. Blow the whistle. And one. BYU will have more steals than LMU. What? LMU leads the league in league play in steals at 7.2, followed by the Brighamites. BYU will out-steal, out-theft. Thou shalt steal tonight for BYU to out-steal LMU. That's going to happen. I agree with I you on so. that I hope so. That's why I picked The 17-plus, I don't know. <laughs> it's your curse, man. Who knows if I'll be awake to see it. I said 17-plus last week, and it worked out for me, but I'm not you. I'm not the creator that is of the 17-plus sure. curse. We'll see. I hope, man. I hope Dude. that you finally catch a break. Okay. My two-point pick tonight, BYU will hold LMU to 65 points or less. The Lions are averaging just a hair over 65 points scored in conference play. On the season, they're at 74. If they shoot the ball well from three, they're going to score more than 65. I am picking BYU to limit the Lions from the three-point line. And one. LMU will shoot 66.5% or less from the free throw line. What? BYU's got the number one ranked free throw defense (laughs) in the country. That is, opponents shoot the lowest percentage against BYU, which you don't defend at all, which is the craziest thing ever. Free throw defense. (laughs) How is that a thing? You raise your hands right at the right moment to try and distract the shooter. Like, I got shooter. shooter. I got shooter. Is is that partially on the rock, the roar of Cougar students section? Well, teams are shooting worse at home against BYU (laughs) than they are on BYU's court. So, no. But the rock does a nice job. 62%. 62%. Teams are shooting 62% from the free throw line against BYU. I think it's going to be 665 because on the season, LMU is shooting 71% from the free throw line. Let's split the difference and see if I can get my and one pick. And that is how we do it. All right. WCC refs. <laughs> Tweeting at me after the Will Moppin interview. Get out of here. They are. Will's hair greater than Jerem's hair. I agree with that. I want to go back to something you brought up early in the show, Jerem, and that is the BYU football 2019 schedule. I can't get away from it. The difficulty of that schedule is crazy, but at least a lot of those difficult games happen in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Yeah, it's great for ticket sales. Interest. Yeah. Utah, USC, is Washington, great, is Boise great for State, BYU's record? all in nope. Provo. Now, if BYU exceeds expectations in 2018 under Jeff Grimes, will that change your attitude about the 2019 schedule? Oh, sure. 
But how much do they have to exceed expectations to make you feel better about that gauntlet in 2019? I don't know how to quantify that. (laughs) I just think generally in independent scheduling, it's just too hard. It's just too hard. You know the last time BYU had a good balance balance in an independent schedule? With Taysom Hill as a junior. 2014, you played three power fives, and those power fives stunk. You can't, you can't tell whether a team's there. Listen, USC never stinks. Their stinky years are like BYU's best independent years, right? Washington, they don't really stink. They're good. Like Wisconsin, you know what I mean? It's, it's, when you play Virginia, Texas, and Cal, Texas fell off the map. Cal's always like decent, uh, and then... And then Virginia has, has stunk for a while. They finally got to a bowl game under your boy, Brock. Does this make you want to get out of independence? Something to think about for a future day. Coming up, Tyler Haas scores in double figures in the Niblick. And Jill Van Merlo of BYU Gymnastics joins us in studio. What does it mean to be ranked this early in the season? Senior captain will tell us her opinion. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. You should also mark your calendars for something that's happening tomorrow afternoon. Absolutely. Right after BYU Sports Nation tomorrow, 18th-ranked BYU Gymnastics competes against Southern Utah live from the Smithfield House at 1 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV. Spencer will be over at the Smithy getting ready for that competition. Cannot wait for that. This will be BYU's first meet as a ranked team in a long time. And a conference showdown, no less, against Southern You know Utah. I love some Mountain Rim Gymnastics, Spencer. You know this. Mountain Rim Gymnastics Conference shall not be overlooked. Speaking of that, we are now joined by senior all-around gymnast, outstanding performer Jill Van Mirlo and BYU team captain. Jill, welcome to Studio oh, B. Jill. Thank you. Hi. You take down Cal. You get into the top 20 this early in the season. What does it mean to be nationally ranked at this point of the season? I think it's a great thing, and I'm really proud of my team for all of the hard work they've done thus far. And I feel like we just, like, there's no ceiling to what we can do this season. I feel really confident that we can go, go places this season. Now, during the break, you told us a fun story about a conversation you had with someone before the meet. Do you mind sharing that? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. So there's an alumni that I was talking to, and I was, you know, really confident. I'd just gotten my hair done for the meet. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I really feel like we can beat Cal this, you know, this tonight. And she was like, you know, I don't know. They're ranked number 10 or something, maybe even better. And I was like, yeah, but we're doing so well in the gym, and I really feel like we can do it. And so she kind of like put a little vengeance you know for me I don't know (laughs) but I was like no we're gonna do it and then after the meet I came up to her and I was like I told you so and she was like I know I know so that was kind of fun to prove her wrong prove kind kind of prove everyone wrong I feel like it's it's been a few (laughs) years of buildup of of kind of young groups you guys have been a team that's gotten to uh you know the regionals you're trying to get to nationals did that validate kind of the hard work in a way? I know it's a long season, but that did you celebrate that victory? Yeah, I feel like we really uh, we took a look back at what we did in the summer. You know, we worked camp. Some of us were in classes, and we still came in voluntarily for three hours every single day and put that hard work in. Um, and so I feel like that really paid off and is going to pay off. Three hours during the summer? Yeah. 
Is it is it wow. easy to do that? Is it no, difficult? No, it's Three hard because it's really sunny outside and yeah. like you want to be outside. But it's fun to be with all the girls and work hard and we know that it pays off and it is it is going to. We've seen the 196, but typically they have come in the mid to later part of the season. So for BYU to go 196 in meet number two, that kind of changes everything in terms of excitement and expectations. Now you get Southern Utah. And before I forget, I would like to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma right now because it worked out for Guard Young. I know. When he came in last week. Yeah, it was super cool. So, And we asked Guard because of the karma gift for something in return, and you have shown up with something that looks fantastic, but I have no idea what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these are grips that we wear on the bars. Yes. And Guard was really excited to give them to me, <laughs> for me <laughs> to give them to you. And so, yeah, we put – well, they don't really – you don't really put them on like this, but you take this out and you put this on your wrist like mm-hmm. that, and then you buckle the grips on, and that's how you hold on to the we'll bar. we doing this a lot, so this yeah. is important instruction. So there you go. You guys can put them with all we'll, the yes. we'll prominently feature yeah, you guys. these grips. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for bringing We'll find a perfect home for yeah, that. Yes. I'm excited. Thank you, Sorry, God. Sorry I didn't bring thank a you, Jill. card. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for not. Yeah, exactly. Outstanding. Southern Utah tomorrow. Um, th- this is typically a, a big meet because Southern Utah is good. Now you're the ranked team. Does that change anything mentally? So I've been trying to tell the girls that we just can't let up. You know, we can't let kind of like the media and the hype get to us. We just have to keep working hard and keep, you know, plugging in those numbers and getting those good scores and not giving anything away um, for the judges to take. And so, yeah, I'm really excited. And by the way, it's at 11 a.m., not 1 p.m. Yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern. Oh, okay. 11 a.m. Mountain. <laughs> so if you're local, yeah, 11 a.m. We right just after want the, the show. people in New York and yeah. Florida to watch you. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, thank you for clearing. And, and then uh, Hawaiian, it's what? Uh, uh, it's four hours. Seven or something? Seven a.m.? Yeah. Seven a.m. Hawaiian as well. <laughs> Don't forget our friends in Hawaii. Yeah. And it's, it's Kids Day, too. Yeah, so there'll be 3,000 or so. Energetic, excited <laughs> kids. And we're really excited because, um, you know, in the Smithfield house, it can get pretty loud. And I imagine with 3,000 kids, it's, the energy is going to be insane. You're an early childhood education major. I am. Have you prepared your lesson for the 3,000 kids tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, it's called Hit 4 for 4. Hits and sticks, baby. Yeah, hits and sticks. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that you feel like this team can go places. Yeah. Um, what are the team goals this year after such a good start? So I think the team goals, one of our main goals is to win conference. Because I feel like if we can win conference and then get in like to regionals as a seeded team, then we have a really good chance. And Boise's um, the favorite, typically. Boise is the favorite. So yeah, and they started off great as well. Um, but if we can win conference and then get into regionals as a seeded team, and then I think we have a really good shot of getting into nationals. So... I'm so excited. <laughs> and that would be awesome. It's been a few years. It's uh, been, yeah, it's been a long time. What are the top six teams something get into this? Top 12. Top 12. Yeah. Double it. Yep. Um, Southern Utah, by the way, their nickname's the Flipping Birds. Yeah. That's a tremendous nickname. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, you, both your parents were gymnasts at Michigan? Yep. Were you bred to be a gymnast? I think so. I mean, both my brothers did it growing up. And then when I was old enough to do the mommy and me classes, my mom took me. And, yeah, I kind of have to thank them sometimes, you know, for putting me in the sport. But, yeah, they're 
their uh, alma mater is doing great as well this year. So that's kind of Michigan fun Michigan has them. a very strong program, but do their yeah. loyalties lie with BYU now? You know, I think it's kind of 50-50. They really like Michigan, but, of course, they want to support me and my team. So Go Big Blue and the Cougar Blue, right? Yeah. That works for both. What's your favorite event to compete in? Okay, so I think it kind of changes, like, week to week, depending on how it is. But um, I think Beam. Beam is my favorite just because I feel so confident and so prepared every week, um, thanks to our amazing Beam coach, Natalie. And... Yeah, it's just really fun to go out there and showcase all the hard work. Is that your best event? It didn't used to be, but I think it is now. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. Who's your biggest fan? Rory Linkletter. <laughs> oh, more than your parents? <laughs> no, I just said that because last week, guard, guard kind of put him in the hot seat. So. <laughs> Rory is in studio with us hanging out. Yeah, he is here. He's hanging out. He's lurking, making sure that uh, everything is under control here. Yeah. He's lurking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, come, he comes to all the meets that he can and even drives up to Utah State, and I'm pretty sure he'll wow. come to SUU this year, so... Yeah. Now, if he doesn't, he's in trouble. You put the pressure on. That's well He'll done. He'll come. Yeah, that's <laughs> He'll well come. Man, okay. Uh, Jill, uh, let's end with this. Um, the Between the Lines Challenge uh, for the handstand. Also, uh, we saw Brittany Haas mm-hmm. with the uh, I Got Game. What did you think about those uh, those two things that Between the Lines did as part of BYU Sports Nation? I thought it was great. You know, it's always good to get some – gymnastics media out there and Brittany's such a cute just fun girl and she's always been such a supportive friend and so just don't whistle in public yeah yeah it drives her crazy I know (laughs) all right Jill we need you to sign the flag on the way out to make the karma transfer complete yes we need good karma thanks for bringing in the you're welcome they're called grips yeah grips Grips. Remember your lesson plan tomorrow. Hits and sticks. Hits and sticks. 3,000 elementary age kids are counting on you. It's going to be insane. It is. It's going to be so so fun. fun. So fun. Jill, thanks. Great to have you with us. Thank you. Coming up, Cougars on the course in the PGA, and two Cougars have been drafted in the NWSL. Plus, which game has more of your attention tonight, LMU-BYU or the St. Zaga Showdown? This is BYU Sports Nation. You know the answer. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Big thanks to today's guest, Jill Van Mierlo of BYU Gymnastics, Will Malpin of Mid-Major Madness, SB Nation of Sports, and of the Basketball. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. ESPN's Katie Nolan just created a, a podcast called Sports Question Mark. I was like, that's close, but that's not my future podcast. This is exclamation point, right? No, mine's sports period. Oh, sports, sports period. period. BYU basketball, Dave Rose, by the way, re-airs right after this on BYU TV, coming up at 1 Eastern time. And tomorrow we'll talk to, don't call me president, coach Steve Cleveland. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. Ball night! The men play LMU tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern in Provo. Cougars 15-point fave. Watch the game on ESPNU. Listen to it on BYU Radio. Pre-game at 10 Eastern with Jason Shepard. Big men Braden Shaw and Ryan Andrus out for the remainder of the season due to injury. That announced yesterday by Dave Rose. Shaw played one game this season before spraining his ankle again in practice. Andrus hasn't played this season. Rose says both are expected to redshirt. Dalton Nixon, however, is hopeful to see the court sometime next week. Women's basketball. The ladies trying to win their fifth in a row play at LMU today. This afternoon, in fact, listen to the game on BYU Radio at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Football. Jerem is guaranteeing a 10-win season in 2019 after BYU. <laughs> uh, personal foul. 
adds the announcement of a game at South Florida. It's been moved up to 2022. The Cougars will play in Tampa October 12, 2019. All 12 games have been scheduled in 2019. Soccer. BYU defender Taylor Isom is the first ever pick by the Utah Royals with the 14th selection today in the NWSL draft. Also, forward Nadia Gomes was selected as the 23rd pick by the Orlando Pride. Congrats. Cougars overseas. Tyler Haas. Is he overseas? Close enough. He's over a C, sort of. Playing for <laughs> the St. John's Edge at 11 points in a loss for his team. Softball. Softball named its captains. They're Caitlin Aldrich, Brielle Breland, Alexis Strid, and Libby Sutton. Tennis. The men's team picked to finish fourth in the West Coast Conference in the preseason poll as selected by the head coaches. The women's team picked to finish sixth. Disrespect. Cougars in the PGA. We've done this one We've in a done while. it forever. Tech player Daniel Summerhays tee off in the first round of the Career Builder Challenge today. <laughs> Mike Weir is currently one under par through five and tied for eighth. Mike Weir, what? Shout out to my peeps in the SoCal Desert, in the Coachella Valley, at PGA West. You're so Coachella. And La Quinta Country Club. That was my jam. Any other shout outs? That tournament was my jam. Love the people in the Coachella Valley. <laughs> Love the people. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter. Dexter Health. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout, Jeremy? Goes to uh, Taylor Isom and Nadia Gomes for being drafted in the NWSL. Congrats. Well deserved. Which game are you more interested in tonight? LMU at BYU or St. Mary's at Gonzaga? And why? At Twiggyer Stone says, BYU. They have to win to keep up with the loser of the St. Zaga game. If BYU loses, it doesn't matter who wins in Spokane. They're not losing. BYU is winning. Our elite tweet of the day from Matt B. Royal Blue Coop. BYU LMU, no question. Yeah, St. Zaga, a house divided, is going to be a great game. But all that matters is the final score, and I have an app for that. Okay. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jeremiah I'm Spencer. Shout out to Bart and Brett Jepson. BYU Sports Station back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. BYU Basketball, Dave Rose coming up in two minutes.